Hey men, welcome to another episode of the Family Alpha Podcast. I'm excited to bring you this one. This is one of the best conversations I've had in a while, and it was with Drew Camp from the Epic Dad Company. It's a fitness company that's looking to run programs. Right now they're releasing a pre-workout supplement. You can dive into the episode and learn a little bit more about it, but I want to bring this to your attention. This conversation was between two fathers looking to do something better, looking to bring things to the masses, looking to create the order that they want to see. They're looking to create problems. And so I sit here on this podcast, and one of the things I'm really looking to do this year is drive the momentum forward. In 2022, after moving the family and a lot of things I had going on on my end, there wasn't the consistency I wanted to have here. In 2021, things were booming. 2022, it slipped. We are back. I'm looking to have a more productive in 2023 than I did in 2021. And that's, we've already got the guests lined up. I've already got the topics expected, you know, to be dropping. But one of the things that I'm looking to bring forward is the topics I'm not even ready for, the things that will be coming up that we can jump on and address. And so this podcast is focused on family. It's focused on fatherhood. It's focused on mission execution, veteran living, sobriety, things like that, of course. But it's also focused on keeping up with what's going on to make sure you're prepared to handle the situation that's happening in that moment. And so make sure you've subscribed, make sure you get this on the channels, make sure you, you know, set the notifications, whatever you've got to do. But before we dive into the conversation with Drew, I want to do a quick breakdown. You know, Drew Camp is a dad of three. He's a combat veteran. So hell yeah, let's go vets. He's the founder of the Epic Dad Company, which is a supplement company that has the mission of changing the culture by creating more epic dads. What a better fit for the Family Alpha podcast. He founded it in 2021. Ted Co. creates 100% natural supplements that help dads become better athletes, leaders, and providers. Tedco believes the best way to change the culture is to change yourself first. Where have you heard that before? Let's go. Change starts with you. I hope you enjoy this discussion. There are all links below, and there's a special discount for those listening to this episode. So make sure you check that out because you can save yourself some cash while you're getting yourself some uppers. Now let's get into the discussion with Drew Camp from the Epic Dad Company. This is what makes men, men. We're men, right? Indeed we are, sir. Welcome to another episode of the Family Alpha Podcast. This is where Zachary Small is working to keep masculinity in men, in marriages, and in all fathers. The information shared here is meant to be applied. We're changing the world one man at a time. Now, let's get into the episode with Zach Small on the Family Alpha Podcast. All right, welcome back to another episode on the Family Alpha Podcast. As always, I am your host, Zachary Small. We are wrapping up 2022, looking forward to a strong 2023. And what better way to do so than talking to another father who is building himself, building a brand, building a business, and doing so not at the expense of his family, but with them. That is Drew Camp, founder of the Epic Dad Company. They're making supplements. They're putting out positive content for family men. And we're doing it all with Drew here who is husband, father, business owner, veteran, the jack of all trades, man. Drew, welcome to the podcast. Zach, thank you for having me on, man. I've been uh, following you, you know, your journey for a while on on social and, and a listener of the podcast. And so super pumped to be here, man. No, it's awesome. So I've, I've watched this thing bloom and we're going to talk about your journey. I would love to hear kind of what started it, what got you in motion. But when we crossed paths, it was on Instagram, I believe. And we were just talking. I'm like, I, one of us hit each other up. I'm like, dude, I dig it. You know, the content. I'm all about the family man who is still a masculine presence. He is still a powerhouse of a human being, but also he is connected to his wife, connected to his kids, and he makes that a part of it. And so there are many men out there who have families, but they, they're all about themselves. And all you see is them and what they're doing. But you've made it a part of the family unit. And I was like, yo, that is right up my alley. I dig it. Let's do this. And then I saw that you have built programs training programs. You've offered free programs. Uh, you've got the pre-workout that has dropped. You know, you're just rolling. And all of that is on top of the Epic Dad uh, podcast, or Epic Dad Legacy podcast. And so you're a busy man. How have you found the time? Or actually, let's let's go back a second. 2022. Let's talk about your evolution throughout this year from having an Instagram brand, you know, to being what you are now and what you're going to yeah. be heading into in 2023. Yeah, man. So, you know, looking back at 2022, it was a, a fun year, kind of a building year. Um, and I think, yeah, you and I just to kind of backtrack, I think you and I met, I guess it was last year. I don't know. It might've been 21. Um, but it was literally like, I, you know, I might've had like three Instagram followers, um, <laughs> on, my, on my channel. Right. So like, you gotta like start somewhere. In, in the beginning. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, man, it, it's uh, so, so the I'll just kind of give an intro to the like the Epidet company and kind of what we're about and then what, what the journey's been in 2022. Um, so, uh, so I yeah, I started in 21, uh, really just you know, kind of off, off the back of COVID. So, so I owned another brand, um, that really when COVID hit, you know, supply chain got totally disrupted. Um, we were manufacturing in China, um, you know, so we couldn't one, we couldn't get products, and then two, when we did bring product in. Uh, we had a lot of our fulfillment channel through Amazon and they were prioritizing like hand sanitizer and all that kind of stuff. So it, it was just like supply chain was wrecked. Right. Um, and uh, I had really making a strategic decision at that point that, Hey, I'm going to exit this brand that I have right now, just because I, I wasn't passionate about it. We didn't have a clear audience. Um, I didn't feel like I was solving somebody's problem with that brand. Um, so we shut that down. Um, and then I took all the profits there and invested them into a new company um, and just really thought strategically for about six months about like, hey, what am I really passionate about? And where do I think I can drive value? Um, and, and also, what do I not mind talking about, you know, every day <laughs> for the next six to seven years, right? And the, the two things that came top of mind were being a dad and fitness, uh, fatherhood and fitness. Um, and so, yeah, like, like you know, about that day, I, I had that idea. I started the brand, the Epic Dad Company or Tedco and didn't really have any idea what I wanted to do with it. Just, hey, that, that's the audience that, you know, I want to serve and provide value for. Um, and I'll figure out like what the vehicle is to provide that value along the way. Um, so started the brand at 21. Um, around the beginning of, of, or the end of 21, we, we had made the decision that, hey, we want to provide uh, fitness and nutritional supplements for dads, really just to help them along their journey um, in the transformation of, you know, hey, I've, I've got two or three kids now, you know, I'm in my mid thirties. Um, I'm not performing the way I used to when I was in my twenties. Um, you know, maybe they look in the mirror or something and, and don't like who they see, right? And that's kind of the catalyst. Um, and so we wanted we want to help on that journey and on that transformation to be the best dad you can be. And so 22 was a big year for us. We we dropped our first uh, natural pre workout, um, really just to get market validation that hey, we've got a good product. Um, we started to to grow the the audience on Instagram. Uh, started to deliver value, like you said, Zach, through you know, through workout programs, through um, you know. Uh, kind of mindset challenges and things like that too. And, and really just start trying to provide as much value for dads that are on that journey uh, that we can. And then also launched our Epic Dad Legacy podcast, uh, which we had you on as a guest, which was one of the best episodes we've had. Um, so yeah, man, it, it's, it's, been a <laughs> <laughs> it's been a whirlwind, man. Um, it's been a lot of growth for sure. But, you know, I, I keep telling myself that we're really just in the first inning right now um, and just setting the foundation, you know, for for the company. And um, you know, really identifying what are our brand values, what's our mission, getting super clear on on our audience, um, and then getting super clear on on what supplements that we think can help dads the best on that journey. Um, and so, twenty three is going to be a, a a big year for us for sure, um, and expecting a lot of growth. No, it's an incredible journey, man. And watching it play out, it's mm -hmm. really impressive how steadfast the commitment has been. You know, and so I wonder, you know, to bring this back, does that tie to the military roots? Or is this something you've always been, you know, type A, go-getter? What is it that put you, and obviously we're, we're going to build upon this. And so just to start at the beginning, what put you in the position where you wanted to just go and go and go? Whereas so many dads, you know, they kick the feet up and at some point, hey, I'm a dad now. It's time mm -hmm. to just relax. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I probably go back to like, you know, me, me as a kid, I've, I've kind of always had that um yeah kind of goal setting capacity and and if if i set a goal and i don't accomplish it it's just going to drive me freaking nuts um you know and that might be kind of the per the type a personality and then really the the military help hone that as well um you know so going back to military service i i'd had a goal um really really you know since 9-11 was like the big you know inflection point in, in my young life um and knew at that point in time i was a freshman in high school uh, and I, I remember asking my mom, um, after she picked me up from school, cause I couldn't drive yet. Um, you know, how old you had to be to, to go serve the military. Right. You know, I was like, Hey, let's go. Um, and she said, yeah, you gotta be 21. <laughs> That's what she told Smooth. me. Um, yeah. Right. So, um, I, I really knew at that point in time that like, Hey, I, I'm going to make it like the military is going to be a decision for me. Um, you know, at some point in time. Um, and the plan was to do it after high school. Um, I had the opportunity to go play collegiate baseball. Um, so, so didn't want to pass that up. Um, yeah, that opportunity wasn't going to come again. And, and so went and played ball, uh, but still in the back of my mind, again, that was a goal, right? Like, Hey, I want to be, you know, in the army. Uh, that's my goal. Um, and so when college was done, um, that, that's what I did. I, I, um, you know, married my, my beautiful bride right before I, um, 
you know, went up to Fort Bragg, um, and then have had several goals in the military. Um, one of them, so I, I went in and enlisted, um, with, with a degree. And, and the reason why was, uh, initially I wanted to, to go be an intelligence officer uh, in the army. Um, but, but officer candidate school, uh, the wait was, was about 12 to 14 months or so. Um, and I just didn't want to wait that long. <laughs> um, so, so I opted to go in enlisted, um, you know, get some, some grunt time, um, and then, and then commission. And so that's what I did. I, I went in, um, in the military again, had, had lots of goals, um, you know, did, did all kinds of schools and things like that. Um, got to deploy to Afghanistan. Um, and came back and got out of the, out of the military. Um, but I, I vividly remember in basic training, um, even though I was going in enlisted, uh, and you probably remember this, Zach from, from, you know, your basic is they give you these little books, right. And it's like your study book. And, and, you know, any, any second that you're not actually training, you're like, Hey, read your book, read your book, private, read your book. And so I remember in the book that it had the rank structure, um, you know, from enlisted, you know, went all the way from, you know, E1 all the way up to Sergeant Major. And then on the commission side, you know, went from, uh, you know, second lieutenant all the way up to general, right? And uh, I, I remember circling captain, the rank captain right there. And I, I wrote in there, get here. <laughs> like that was that was the goal. Um, and so when I exited the military, I was still enlisted um, and, you know, had every intention of just stepping away from it. Um, but again, that little kind of, you know, tick in my mind of like, hey, that's a box that I, I didn't get to check. Um, and it's just going to drive me crazy. If I don't, I'm gonna have resentment, you know? And so I, I ended up commissioning and going back into the national guard, <laughs> just to go fulfill on that goal. Um, and so, you know, we, we go back to it of like, I think it's kind of always been innate, uh, for me and, and some guys, you know, have that kind of drive, um, and, and some others don't, but I think that you can develop that over time too. Um, if it's something that you don't have, it's something that you can develop, um, whether it's through, you know, putting yourself through struggles and, and hard things and, and setting these kind of, you know, kind of short and medium term goals for yourself. Um, but yeah, that, that's really been the catalyst for me is, is, you know, I, I know what value we want to provide to the market. I know where I want to get the company to. Um, and so I'm not going to stop and, until we get there. Um, and so that, that's ultimately what's driving me. No, I dig it, man. It, it, it's cool when you hear somebody else say something that I, I get exactly what you're saying and how you put that into words. It's difficult to explain to somebody what it's like to have that thing that just chews away in your mind. But you're like, no, mm -hmm. I've got to do that thing. Because people have asked me, and I'm sure they've asked you, like, why? Why mm -hmm. do you do so much? Why do you keep going? Like, why do you keep pushing? And say, like, I don't even, I don't know another way. Mm -hmm. Like, it's in here, and then I go and do it. And so there are likely some some vets listening now, when they left the service, they lost any sense of service. Mm -hmm. And so I'm wondering if this business, you know, and just the the mindset that goes into it, the work that goes into it, you know, the the passion of seeing others win, if that is the new calling, if that's the mm -hmm. new sense of service you have, and that's one thing I try to strive for all vets when they get out. It's like your, your, your good old days. It's not when you're in uniform It's today. Like yeah. today is the day you have. So today's the day you got to work. So would you say, or and I don't want to ask a leading question, but is that filling that gap there? Is that filling that void where you're not serving the country now? So what are you serving? Well, now you're serving yourself, your family and all the family men that you're working with. Yeah, I think so. And, and you know, to your point, yeah, a lot of, a lot of vets struggle with that. And I did as well. Um, and I still have buddies that, you know, I, we left active duty, over 10 years ago. Right. And, and, you know, still that's kind of like, you know, reminisce about the good old days and, and stuff like that. And I'm like, dude, you, you've got to, you've got to realize that like what you did in the military was not your identity. That was a job that you had at that time. And you went and you did the best job you could do. And then once that's done, you need to have a, another job and another calling. Um, and it's tough, man. It really is. So I would say, yeah, for sure. Like I, I struggled you know, for probably two or three years um, after the military of, of kind of being depressed and, and down and, um, you know, feeling like I didn't have that that group of guys and cohort, you know, that I was close to. Um, so, yeah, I would say it's definitely filling, filling a void. And, and, you know, for any vets out there that are like struggling with that, like you, you've got to not have your identity be tied to the military. Like the military was is not who you are. It was something you did. Um and then now that you're out, you've got to go find something else to do that, that you get value and fulfillment from. Um, yeah, so yeah. Point, man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like when you yeah. look at it, I, I literally had to rebuild it because when I left, it's like my mission was still here. My hunger, I had gas mm -hmm. left in the tank, man. I was ready to go. And then I noticed all like the guys, they went, they deployed, they went to the next duty station. I'm like, so what do I do now? Like yeah. nobody around me out here wants to be like a high tempo go getter. So I'm like, let's build the fraternity of excellence. Let's build yeah. the thing that isn't there. And so I'm wondering, you, you've mentioned multiple times, you know, you're talking about the dad schedule, the dad tempo, you know, even in your bio, it says train hard, dad harder. And so mm -hmm. you really honed in on fatherhood. 
what what is different about a father's supplementational needs compared to the normal single guy out there? Or is there one? Or is this just a focus with the branding element? Yeah, so it's a little bit of both. Um, so that 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 bio, um, you know, kind of our tagline is is train hard, dad harder. Um, Which I love, really, by the way. Yeah, I appreciate <laughs> that. Um, we about to copyright that or trademark it or whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's really that you know your your fitness uh, and your your physical fitness, your training regimen, your nutritional regimen, how you're taking care of yourself is ultimately designed to support you being a better dad to your family, right? Um, and that, you know, you have to train hard and put yourself through difficult things in order to be there for your family better. Um, and, you know, a lot of guys, uh, you know, kind of go through this thing, especially early on in fatherhood, um, you know, of where they're sacrificing so much for the family and it's noble. It is, um, you know, you're giving up time, you're giving up resources. Um, you know, you're doing things that you didn't do when you were single to try to support that family. Um, and it's great. You should do that. But what ends up happening is you are spreading yourself so thin and not taking care of yourself. And so what happens is you're not showing up for your family the way that you should be, even though you feel that you are, that you're giving everything. It's because you're not focusing on bettering yourself through health and nutrition um, and, and through mindset. And so that, that's a big core component of our business. And, and you know, we, ha we have this saying, I'm sure everybody has heard it when you're on a plane, right? Of that, you know, when the plane is going down, uh, they tell you to put your mask on first before you help others. Um, and that, that's really our philosophy, right? Is if you want to be the best dad that you can be for your, your family, that you need to, to be focusing and prioritizing your health, fitness, and mindset. Um, and you've got to do that first, right? You got to fill your bucket first because it's really hard to support your family when you've got an empty bucket. But when your bucket is full, you can go pour into your family in ways that you never would be able to, you know, before. That's no, a great message. I, I speak to a lot of fathers on here. Uh, obviously, it's the Family Alpha podcast. Mm. You know, it's about being the leader of the family. And so many men struggle with that. And so what's the best way for you to help men kind of flip that switch to help them understand that it's your selfishness is almost selfless by building mm -hmm. you up. You are then that best example for them. You know, how do you help these guys snap out of that rut? Because it's a difficult thing to kind of break the conditioning of you're supposed to provide roof over the head, you know, clothes in the back. You're good. Don't worry about yourself. Make sure they're good. Yeah. So I think that one of the ways that we, that we help, um, it, we've got a challenge. It's called the Epic Dad 7-Day Challenge. Um, and, and I love it. Um, it's, it's a free challenge. I'm sure we can link to it uh, if you guys want to go check it out. But um, really what that does is that helps you have that switch. And so when we, when we pull dads and we, we survey dads all the time and say, hey, what's your biggest challenge? Uh, the number one thing that comes back is time. I just don't have enough time, right? Um, and I totally understand that as a busy dad, right? I've got, I've got three young kids, you know, all under six. Um, you know, I've, I've got a full-time job as well. Like, you know, Tedco is not my full-time gig yet. Um, and plus I'm in the national guard too. Right. So I've got three, <laughs> three jobs, um, you know, plus a family I'm supporting plus a wife I want to support. Uh, so I totally get the, the time constraints. They're there, they're real. Um, but what you've got to, to understand when you are pouring into your family is if you're showing up at 60%, hundred percent of the time, that's not what your family needs. Like what your family needs is for you to reverse that ratio of that, hey, I'm gonna show up, I'm gonna be there 60% of the time, but when I am there, I am 100% present, I'm 100% intentional, and I am there with the family. Um, and so that, that's kind of how we help them make that mindset shift is that, that you know, 60% at 100, or do you wanna be there 100% at 60%? And so you kind of take that switch, right? And really what you've gotta do is think about how you're prioritizing your time. Um, I guarantee you, you know, that the majority of guys right now, if, if you were to flip open your iPhone and go to your screen time, uh, and just take a screenshot and send it to Zach, Zach will, you know, <laughs> he'll poke holes in that all day long, right. Of, Hey, you're spending time, you know, four hours on Instagram a day, right. Or doing things unproductive a day, you know? So I think when we tell ourselves that we don't have time, you know, mostly that's a fallacy is everybody has the same 24 hours in the day. And there are guys out there that have, you know, five, six kids that are absolutely killing it and crushing it, right? So they've got the same 24 hours. And so you've got to look at how are they spending their time? How are they prioritizing their time? That's different than the way that you are. Um, so that, that's kind of the switch that we do is, is you know, the 60, 60%, 100% rule. And then also you've got to take a look at how you're prioritizing your time. And so the biggest thing for me, and I'm, I'm not, you know, like amazing at this. I struggle with this as well, have challenges. But for me, it's it's the morning um, is really where you can you can carve out some time for yourself to to really get aligned with physical fitness, 
with your mental state, with your spiritual state, and totally fill your bucket before your family even wakes up, right? And that way, instead of being reactionary to the day, you're being very, very intentional about the way you want to approach the day, the way you want to welcome your kids in the world, the way you want to support your wife throughout the day. Um, you know, when, when I start going through ruts and I start feeling depressed, I start feeling anxious, you know, if I take an honest look in the mirror and I say, what am I, what am I not doing right now? It's probably that it's like my morning is, is, is not where it needs to be. It's not dialed in. And the second that I start to reprioritize and make, make that happen and have a good morning routine, like, man, I'm telling you, like my, my day is just, I get so much done, you know, I'm on, I'm there for my family. So that's kind of the third thing too, is we, we help them understand how they can structure their morning to, to get the most out of their, their day. No, that is so well said, man. And I like, we're going to have to clip that and just run it over and over and over again, <laughs> because one of the things I try to drive, and this goes for fitness, it goes for, for everything really. Um, I really hit the nail on the head with the, the reaction versus the response when it comes to also your children and just mm -hmm. interacting with them and getting stressed out by your kids throwing a tantrum or they want to argue about whatever, you know, you cannot have an emotional reaction. That's just an adult temper tantrum. Mm -hmm. So as an adult, you can't have an emotional reaction to the day either. You can't avoid your responsibility. You need to have a healthy response. Respond to your children with where they're at. Like, what is the need? What's the conflict mm -hmm. there? Don't react to their emotion. Get to the level of like, what's the issue? Let's connect and mm -hmm. solve this together. Yeah. The same thing, you know, just cut it out and put, put it into the new formula when it comes to your day. That is the main thing when I talk to men, you know, we'll do a coaching call or just they'll jump on and shoot a DM. It's, hey, how do you do all this? I'm intentional about my time, you know, and let's go back three, maybe four years. You know, I had put on some weight uh, the business was growing. Everything was great, but I was drinking and partying and, you know, I was basically trying to outwork a bad habit and we all know how that goes. And so I was a little fluffy, a little puffy. <laughs> and I looked at myself and I was like, shit, you know, I reached out to Phil. Uh, he's my trainer. And I was like, brother. What's the issue? You know, I'm trying to, I can't work my fitness into my schedule. I'm too busy. You know, mm -hmm. look at all the things I'm doing. I'm trying to distract mm -hmm. and keep it off me. Look at all the stuff. It's everything's great. Life is good. He's like, yeah, but you're coming down. You're starting to break down. You're starting to slow down. You're starting to get stressed out. You're almost hypertension or you have a hypertension. Like I was heading in a bad direction due to stress and just, again, trying to outwork my shittiest habit. And what I realized, what really made it click is I stopped trying to work fitness into my life and I worked my life around my fitness. Mm -hmm. And then I started and I took that and I was like, oh, shit. So that works. Let's apply that other areas. I started to work my life around the parenting style I wanted. Yep. I worked my yep. life around my marriage and then everything changed, man. It was just that's the priority. And so mm -hmm. as men are listening to this, I hope they really took to heart what you said. Focus on the things that you need to do. Focus on the type of man you want to be. Work your life around that. And then you'll find the results. And all of a sudden, life gets easier. Yeah. And, and I'll, I'll just add another caveat too. I mean, right? Like, you were saying you're doing all this stuff, right? And you're, you're making progress in business, but not prioritizing fitness. And I would almost guarantee that once you started to prioritize fitness, even though it may have taken away from, you know, 40 minutes a day, right? That you could have been writing emails or whatever. Like I can almost guarantee that your business started to take off better. Oh, 100%. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, did. Yeah, because you're starting to fill that bucket on physical fitness, right? And and uh, Bedros Koulian, um has this saying that, that I love. I want to like print it and put it on my wall somewhere. Um, that physical fitness is the gateway drug to personal excellence. Um, and it's just huge, man, because when you, when you think about what you can control in your life and what you can't control, there, there are so many things that are outside of our control. Um, you know, if you're working for, you know, a corporate job or somebody else, right. You can't really control how much money you're going to make. That's up to your boss. You can't control when you're getting a promotion. That's up to your boss. Like you can work, you know, as much as you can, right. You can control that, but like some of the outcome you can't control, you know, same thing with, uh, uh, you know, relationship with your spouse um, and your wife, right? Like at the end of the day, I can, I can pour my heart into the relationship, but there's two people there, right? So I can't control what she's going to do. Um, same thing with your kids, right? Like I can pour myself into my kids and, and try to bring them up the same, you know, the right way. Ultimately, I can't control them, right? They're their own, their own people. But when I take a look at, at, at myself and my physical fitness, outside of a few, you know, off the, the, the rail exceptions, like you are 100% in control of your physical fitness and nutrition. Like that's you. Um, and so, you know, if you can narrow in on what you can control, I can control my physical fitness. Um, so like you said, make that a priority, uh, you know, set your life around that and you're going to start to see results that, you know, you haven't seen before in those other areas of life. So now when you change this, you know, and, and we're talking about our responses, what we can control, what we can't, you know, you're doing this not as a single man. And I want that to really be driven home. Mm -hmm. You're doing this with a wife and with children. You said three, three under six. Yep. Mm -hmm. 
That's a busy tempo, man. Yeah. <laughs> Three jobs, everything you got going on. I love it. Like, this is the type of shit. I love these conversations because when you see it, it's like, it can be done. You just got to find a way to do it. So how mm-hmm. are you finding a way to do this to keep that balance? So you and your wife are still like dating and you yeah. are still present with the kids. How are you finding or, or what does your schedule look like? Or how do you go about making that work? And so other men can kind of take that, use your blueprint and just apply it to their life situation. Yeah. I mean, what I do is not going to work for everybody, right? Everybody's in different situations. Um, you know, what I, what I try to do um, is to, again, the priority for me is family, right? It's the Epic Dad company. It's not, you know, the Epic Grow Your Business company. Um, you know, and so like, you, you've got to put that first. Um, so what, what I do is honestly, is I sacrifice sleep <laughs> as bad as that sounds, right? That's fair. Um, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> you know, it, yeah. I mean, you, you know, everybody said you've got 24 hours in the day. I, I want to be able to support my, my, you know, my family. I don't think I've ever missed a softball game or softball practice. Like I'm, I'm there, right. I want to be that dad. Um, but at the same time, I'm trying to grow, uh, you know, multi-million dollar company too. Um, and so I've got to, I've got to carve out time. But then I've also got to be very, very efficient and effective with my time. Um, and so what I do is I do the morning, right? And so my, my wake up typically um, is around 4 to 4.15 or so. Um, I go out and I get some movement. So I'll go for a, a short walk just to kind of get moving. Um, I'll, I'll drink some water, uh, 24 ounces at a minimum. We'll chug some water to get rehydrated and kind of refocused. Um, and then I like to follow the Craig Valentine model. Uh, if you guys don't know Craig, definitely look him up. Um, he was actually uh, Bedros's uh, like lifestyle coach that helped him kind of grow his business. Um, but but Craig's approach is is really, um, you know, if you can uh, try to work out a little bit later in the day, if you can, um, because that morning time is going to be so critical to to hitting those execution tasks that are on your you know your plate that you're probably you know not going to be able to do later on, right? Like things are going to come up during the day, and so. That, that's typically what I do is I've got like four to five business tasks in the morning that I want to, you know, push forward. And so that's my focus. As soon as I get my walk done, as soon as I get my water done, as soon as I get a little bit of like, you know, silence and meditation done is I'm, I'm diving right into work um, and getting that done. Um, and then once that happens, if I've got time after that, I'll go get a workout in. Um, if not, I'll, I'll prioritize the workout a little bit later in the day, maybe over lunch. Um, my wife has actually started working out with me lately, which has been really, really cool. Um, so we'll have the whole family, you know, after work or something outside in the garage, this little garage gym and, um, and she's getting after it with me. My kids are watching, you know, it's really cool. Um, but then the morning, just to hit on that too, what's nice about that is, is, you know, you're getting up before your family, right. And you're, you're kind of one filling your tank through movement, through hydration, through meditation, um, you know, and, and really feeling like you're, you're charged for the day so that by the time your family is ready to wake up, you know, you're being very intentional. Um, and you're welcoming them into the world as opposed to, you know, what, what happens to me sometimes, right? Everybody's human is, you know, oh shit, I missed my alarm clock or whatever. And, and I wake up and the kids are screaming and blah. And I'm just like, oh my God, you know, life is terrible. Um, you know, but even if it's just an hour before, like your family gets up, like just to have that solid time, you know, to connect with yourself, um, is gonna be huge. Cause then you can, again, be intentional about it, right? There's nothing intentional about waking up you know, to your kids screaming and trying to go like react to them. So, so I'd say that is the morning is huge for me, man. Um, and then I will also prioritize at, at night, right? So once the kids are, are in bed, once I've had some time to, to hang with the wife and, and we've had some good conversations, um, you know, she's hitting the bed at a decent hour. I say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to stay up for an extra hour or two uh, and, and push the ball forward. Um, you know, and, and a lot of people would say, Hey, Drew, like you're not getting enough sleep. Yeah, probably uh, to be honest with you, you know, but there are, <laughs> there are certain seasons in life, right? Um, and, and this is something I always try to think about too, is, um, yeah, there, there's different seasons in life, right? And right now, mine is going to be a very, very busy family-focused season. Um, and so I, I've got to put that as a priority first. I want to grow the business, but it's going to be outside of that priority of family. And so where can I stick that in? It's on the, it's on the front and on the end, right? And everything in the middle is going to be, you know, for, for family, um, and there's going to be a different season of life, right? Like hopefully once this company starts taking off, um, you know, and, and I can go full time, I can bring on some employees, you know, that's going to be, Hey, maybe that's more of a business focus for, for this season right now. Um, and not that I'm going to put the family in the back burner. Right. But, but ultimately to, to help grow the business, like I may have to miss a softball game, you know, but when I'm at that softball game, I'm going to be there intentional hundred percent. Um, so I, I would just say, you know, for guys out there listening is take a look at your, your typical day, open up your phone check your screen time. <laughs> you know, if, if you're spending three hours on social, like that's a problem right there. Right. 
And so just be very honest with, with how you're spending your time and that time that you are spending, how effective and efficient you're going to be. Um, and then finally, to go back to it, um, really to set up the day for success is planning. Because, um, you know, you can go into the day all, all super pumped, but if you wake up, you don't know what you're going to do. Like that's a shit day right there too, right? So it's going to start the night before. Um, what I try to do is, is I break life uh, into four categories, uh, into body, relationships, mind, and financials, uh, which is be real motherfucker is, is the acronym I like to use. Um, and I, I write down, you know, kind of like critical tasks for those day for, for those categories for each day. Right. So, you know, if I'm, before I go to bed at night, I'm writing down, okay, what do I want to get done in the business tomorrow? Right. It's going to push the ball forward. So I'll write down, you know, two or three, you know, what do I want to do relationship wise with my kids that's going to move the needle tomorrow or with my wife or with my friends? Um, you know, same thing with mindset, right. For me, a, a big one is stillness. And so I, I have to intentionally write that down or else I'll just be so busy. I, I won't do it. Um, so by, by actually writing that task down, that's going to help for me. Um, and then a body, you know, it's typically, you know, my walk, my workout, my macros, my hydration, stuff like that. But by, by planning that out, I have a much better chance of success, but actually physically writing down what I'm going to do than just like waking up and, and hoping that I'm going to get it done, you know? So I, I don't know if that's something you do as well, Zach, is from a planning perspective. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm, I'm big. I mean, I've got posts. It's all over my desk right now. And they've got squares and like certain ones and certain things. So like I've got FOE, I've got the family alpha, I've got me, mm -hmm. my goals, I've got finances. And so I kind of just go through and I scan them and then I'll just X off the box. And then at the end of the day, I put them all together and I'll write a new one. All right. What has to be mm -hmm. what carried over that goes to the top of the list because that needs to get knocked out and then the new ones get added. And so that mm -hmm. just keeps me on track. And I've also got a big ass whiteboard over there that's just it looks like a, I'm running like a, some crazy offensive play. Like there's lines and arrows and like, yeah, it's pretty cool. it makes sense to me, yeah. but anybody else looking at it, they'd be like, yeah. what the hell are you on? Like you on drugs. And yeah, so and it, 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 it's really important to you to like, it's not just like to do's, right? Like you, you have to have an overall strategy, right. And like somewhere you're aiming for. Um, and I think that's something that uh, a lot of guys miss is they'll write down things to do. Right. And they'll be super busy, but ultimately, you know, they'll look back through much later. Like, I don't feel like I've accomplished much. Um, and so I think, you know, it's very important to kind of have that like strategy session, right. Of like, what do I actually want to accomplish in life? Right. Like, what, what do I want my family to look like? What do I want my relationships to look like? What do I want my business to look like? Um, you know, so I, I mean, I, I have up on my board right now, mine's just business because I'm in my office, but you know, I've got a three month goal, a six month goal and a 12 month goal. Right. And like, that's my North star. Like that's where we're going. Mm -hmm. And then there's a lot of shit in there that I have to do to get there. Right. But like, ultimately I know where I'm going, you know, the next three, six to 12 months. So I think those are two elements that you have to have as well. Like you have to have a target that you're going towards, but mm -hmm. also you've got to have a cornerstone that you're basing your decisions on. And I think the, the more simple that that cornerstone of your decision-making tree is, the easier the choice will be. And so for mm -hmm. me, that the cornerstone's always been family. Like, mm -hmm. does this hurt the family or help the family? Help? Yeah. Cool, let's do it. Hurt? Let's find out how much. You mm -hmm. know, and that's something actually brought up I wanted to address. You were talking about as things grow, you'll have to miss things. And that was something, that's a road, you know, a Rubicon I had to cross. Will mm -hmm. I ever miss something for the family? You know, and I had, I hit the point, it was actually a speaking gig and I've always aligned them around uh, sports and whatnot. This one was on a playoff game for baseball of which I'm a coach. Yeah. And I was like, man, <laughs> like I had committed to it. It was all on, but like, it was like a rain delay. So the game got moved to that date. And I was like, shit, you know, I've got an obligation. I've already committed to it. My name's on the website. Like I'm, I'm there <laughs> now this game's happening. And I was like, that was a really hard call. I sat down with my son. I was like, dude, we need to talk about this. I'm not going to be there. I was like, mm -hmm. or, or like, well, we started talking. And then as we got through, I was like, I, I think you're good to go after this, 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 the team set up. I'm confident where we're at. I was like, but I need to do this. It was a, it was a big thing on fatherhood and it, it meant a lot to me to be there to speak on it. And so I ended up making the choice to go to the speaking event. And that was a very difficult decision because mm -hmm. I put it into that tree and it, it hurt the family in that I'm not there for a playoff. If they lose, our season's over. And I've been with them through the entire season to make it to playoffs. And if they win, I'm not there to cheer with my son. Like, yeah, we did it. At the same time, here's something I've been building. I've been working on for a very long time. I've been given this opportunity. It might not come back. Mm -hmm. If I can go there and if I can deliver a good product, I'll better position myself and the family, the brand, and just be a part of that movement in a way that I, I, I won't or might not be able to replicate in the future. And mm -hmm. so by missing that and kind of harming the family, you know, I say harming in the sense I'm not there, but harming the family, the overall good, I put the weight on that as being the right decision. Mm -hmm. So I went down there and even during the speech, I brought it up. I almost got choked up on stage because I'm like, hey, like, I, I think it was like a call to action. I'm like, look, I'm here missing my son's baseball playoff game 
for you dads to understand the importance of your presence with your families. Think about how backwards that is. Mm-hmm. It, it comes across to anybody listening that doesn't get it. They're like, oh, you're, you're a hypocrite, whatever. I'm like, no, you're missing the point. I'm lighting that fire in these men for them to go out and for all of us to go change. And that's actually something that you had brought up. You know, you're not just selling supplements you're changing a culture. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not just selling my brand. I'm, I'm looking to change how fathers perceive their job. And so looking at that, you know, it really does align that men have to know what is your cornerstone? Like, what do you drive your decisions from? And there will be times you have to sacrifice. There will be. And like for you, it's going to happen, man. Like eventually you're going to a speaking gig, a business convention, mm-hmm. you know, something you've got to go on stage mm-hmm. for, be present for. And you're going to miss that game or you're going to miss that award or something. And it sucks. But at the same time, like that's almost the burden you bear by choosing this life, by mm-hmm. getting yourself to the point where like I, I work from home. I'm always here. Like, this is what I do. I can be there for all those things. But that also means to get to this point, I had to miss some things. I had to feel some pain. I had to carry that. Mm-hmm. And so it really is a good reminder that just because you're focused around family and you're building a family oriented business, there will be times that you're at odds with the family and that you have to do something that you might not want to do, but that's necessary for your growth at times. And mm-hmm. men need to be ready to have that conversation, you know, or else yeah. you're going to be, there's like a limit to how far you can go. You know, if you're not, if you're going to make every game, that's fine, but you're going to miss the convention. And by missing the convention, you're going to miss that next step or that next connection or partnership. Mm-hmm. So there's a balance here. And so I yeah. think as long as you're aware of it, you know, again, with, with your mapping, having your goal and having your cornerstone, that's great for planning, but also knowing the right time to miss the thing with the family, you really need to be prepared for that and to make that decision. Yeah. And I think, uh, you kind of putting a couple lenses on it, right? Like you, you mentioned kind of that, the cornerstone drive the decision, making through it, but yeah, you've got to think about long-term too, right? Like, like you talked about, if you look at that decision, is this good for the family uh, to, to go to this game or to not go to the game, right? Like obviously the short-term answer is I need to go to the game, right? Cause that's what my family needs. But if you start to zoom out a little bit and, and look at a 30,000 foot view kind of long-term, like you said, like, okay, what opportunities is this event going to create for me? Right. Like, you know, how many guys are, are going to you know be interested in my, you know, in, in your FOE? What, what is the value that they're going to get from you speaking there? Right. That's going to drive them to go you know, have an impact that's that's broader than just you. Um, you know, so I think you have to put a, a different lens on it, too. So it's not just an immediate impact. And that's why it's so important that you you map out the overall strategy, you know, for for your business, but also for your family and life, too. Because if you don't, then you're going to make those immediate decisions, you know, instead of kind of taking a step back and looking at the long term approach. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, it's stuff that, that I'm having to have, you know, conversations with, with, you know, with my wife on, it's like, Hey, yeah, this business is starting to grow. Like there's going to be things that, that potentially I have to step away for, but, um, you know, it, it, you kind of have to be on the same page with that. Right. And, and, and make sure that you've got a supportive partner, um, that you guys are on the same page, you know, with the ultimate vision, um, which is a tough thing to do, man. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm sure a lot of you guys should resonate with that. And, um, it, it's definitely a balance, um, kind of a nuanced approach. Um, but, but stepping back and taking that long-term approach to it, it's going to be good too. You know, absolutely. I mean, but that's how you reach it. You know, the same mm-hmm. thing with fitness, same thing with finances, same thing with everything. You know, you've got to be intentional with each step you're taking to make sure, you know, how do you get to Olympus? We'll make sure every step is towards Mount Olympus. You know, mm-hmm. how, how do you get to success? Make sure every step is towards success, you know? And so bringing this back a second, you said you've got your three month, six month and 12 month goals. Let's talk about Tedco as we head into 2023. What are, yeah, what, are the, what are the goals you're able to share with us? Where are we heading with this thing? Yeah, I'll, I'll got give the you foundation guys a... <laughs> as to who Drew is, and now let's talk about the business, baby. Sure, man. I'll give you guys an inside look. Uh, you know, since you follow Zach, right? Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I view 2022 uh, for us as really just like the market validation stage. Um, one from a branding perspective uh, and message perspective, but also from a product perspective. So uh, where we are right now is we've got one. Uh, product. It's our natural, natural, excuse me, natural pre-workout. Um, and this was introduced in late 21. We've given it almost a year in the market, um, not running any paid advertising, not really trying to grow, you know, uh, be super competitive and like that. Like we just want to make sure we've got a great product, um, which we do. Like I, I will stack our pre-workout up against any of the big brands um, and put side by side, right? Like, like we've got a fantastic product. Um, and so what 23 looks like now that we feel like we've got a solid foundation, um, is we're ready for explosive growth. Um, and so we've had the opportunity to, again, lay a solid foundation. We're ready for growth. And so in 23, what it looks like is we've got an updated version of our pre-workout 
again, just based off of that year, we've got a lot of, of market validation. We've got a lot of feedback from customers, a lot of feedback from influencers. Um, and so the, the biggest complaint about our pre-workout right now is the taste. Um, just because it's natural, right? We're, we're not using sucralose. We're not using, you know, any type of uh, artificial stuff. Um, it, it's natural. And so that, that's a that's a huge component of, of who we are and, and the value we bring to the market and really the value that we drive for our dads. Because Isn't that interesting though? People say they want organic, they want natural, they want no chemicals. And then when they get yeah. it, this doesn't taste yeah, like the chemical filled, this, this thing pumped yeah. up with all these artificial flavors. I don't yeah, like I'm it. Like, I know, man. It doesn't taste like Skittles, you know? Um, <laughs> and it, it's so funny. Like my wife, uh, again, I mentioned she's working out with me all of a sudden, which is great. Like, I love that. Um, and she was pregnant with our son, who's, who's about to be nine months uh, when we launched the pre-workout initially. And so she's never even tried it. Um, and I was like, hey, why don't you, why don't you take half scoop? You know, like, tell me what you think, you know? I was like, have you ever had it? She's like, no. Um, and so, you know, she poured half a scoop, she tasted it. She was like, Oh, it tastes like, butt." and I was like, well, great. Thanks. My wife, this is terrible, but, um, so we can definitely make some improvement on taste. Um, so what we've been able to do is partner with a new manufacturer, um, that, that has some very, very massive brands that they, they support. And so you guys would, would recognize pretty much every, every name, uh, people that are in the fitness industry. And so we were, we partnered with, you know, the, the right manufacturing partner, um, and they've really helped us dial in the, the flavor profile. Um, so it's probably 10 X better flavor, um, with our, our version two that we're coming out with, which is great. Um, we're able to add some, some natural coloring as well. And so, you know, right now it's kind of opaque looking, right. Which like, who really cares, but it's kind of cool that like, if you have a blueberry one and you pour it and then it's blue, like that's kind of cool. Um, so, so we've done that now. So we feel like we, we've taken really all of last year or, or this current year, 22, um, made some changes, some adjustments to make sure that our product is, is fantastic for 23. Um, and so that's kind of on the product side, uh, where we're at right now. So we'll launch our version two, um, sometime in, hopefully in January, it kind of depends on, on manufacturing and labeling, things like that. But hopefully at the latest February 1st, we'll, we'll have that new product out in the marketplace. Um, again, since we've laid a solid foundation, we, we've, we've met a lot of great people, a lot of great influencers and athletes and, and dads in this space. And so we've been fortunate enough to partner with a couple of dads that we'll announce uh, as soon as we're ready um, that we're super pumped about um, that they, they totally buy into the mission. They are fantastic dads. They're fantastic athletes uh, and will help us kind of drive the, the mission and the brand and, and get more exposure. Um, we've also had the opportunity to sponsor several um, kind of dad cohort groups, so similar to, you know, fraternity of excellence uh, to, to be the official you know, supplement sponsor for those. So, so it's really just, you know, we're looking to take everything we did in 22 you know, wrap a bow on it, make some improvements, and then really launch the business in 23. Um, in, in my view, 22 was, was market validation. 23 is really where we launched the business. Um, so I've got goals on, on my list up here. Um, so, so three months is really just to be at a, a number of sales per day on the pre-workout. So I've got a target there. Um, and then the six-month goal is to launch our, our second product. Um, and so give you guys an inside track there. Uh, it's going to be a hydration mix is what it's going to be. And so I mentioned how important it is to, to wake up and drink water the first thing in the morning. So what we're going to do is help you supercharge that uh, with a hydration mix. So an all natural hydration mix um, that you can, you know, hey, put on your counter, put on your nightstand before you go to bed, kind of be that reminder for you that, that you want to have that, that routine. Um, and so it's going to, we're still, we're going through sampling right now. Uh, we may shift this, the, uh, the formulation a little bit. But at its base, it's going to be Himalayan salt, it's going to be lemon extract, and it's going to be magnesium at the base, which is like what you need to like restart your day and, and, and start to get hydrated. So that'll be kind of a six-month target. Um, and then our 12-month target, um, I'll share with you so you guys can hold me accountable. Uh, anybody that listens to this is we're going to be at a $1 million run rate by the end of uh, next year. Um, so what that looks like for us is, is we've got to launch more products, right? So we've got to scale our pre-workout. Um, we've got to launch the hydration mix. And then we've got two more that we'd love to launch next year, um, which is a focus blend. So, so a nootropic blend really to help guys in the office be more productive, be more efficient. So they can then shut their day down, go be you know, the best dad they can be with their family, right? Um, so that you can be most productive while you're working. Um, and then additionally, we've got a, a sleep aid that we're working on in development. It's in sampling too. Um, so when the day is done, you want to shut down, Again, like if you're if you're you know an, an alpha type male like Zach, um, like a lot of your followers is, you know, you may not be getting as much sleep as you need, <laughs> but when you do get sleep, you want it to be again efficient and effective, and so that's what we're putting together as well. So that that's kind of what the roadmap looks like is, you know, January February is going to be our our updated version of our pre workout, 
Um, it's got new branding, new labeling, uh, just looks fantastic. Um, you know, Q2, Q3, Q4 is really going to be hydration mix. It's going to be focus blend and it's going to be a sleep aid. Um, and we feel like by the time we reach, you know, December of, of next year, uh, we should be right at that, you know, $1 million run rate, um, you know, which is, which is a great point to be at. Right. And at that point in time, we'll have to make some strategic decisions about how do we grow the company next? Right. Like, do we bring on, bring on resources? Do we bring on employees? Um, you know, to really take us to the next level. Um, and ultimately, you know, it's just going to help us have, uh, you know, a much broader reach than we have right now, um, you know, and bring so much more value to the marketplace and help impact a lot more debts. That was one hell of a pitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm sold all of it. You know, I want to hydrate. I want to sleep well. And I want to be, I'm a motivated guy. You can tell I got the energy, but pre-workout, I'm all about it, baby. And so we'll have links to all of that below. Every product as it comes out, I'm going to keep updating this episode, you know, and as you go and the men listening to this, they will keep you accountable. Like you're, you're probably going to get hit up and like, yeah, where are you at? Yeah, what, are, what are the numbers looking like? Yeah. Yeah, seven yet? You know, six digits is cool, but seven is better. Let's That's go right. For it. That's right. And so, so looking um, at that, you know, something I do want to drive home. People hear this and, and they always think like GNC, they always think mm -hmm. of like first form. They think of these monster brands that have really like taken over the industry. This is a veteran owned family run business. There's and everybody talks about wanting to support what right looks like. This is all natural. This is somebody that's trying to help men that are in the position of wanting to lead their family, be their best self and do so without, you know, the chemicals, without all the accelerants in it. They want to do it naturally and then they can just push themselves. And so that's what I love most about what it is you're pushing here. That's what I love most about, you know, just the entire brand behind it. Every time your thing pops up, it's actually interesting. And I wanted to tell you this before we hit record, but let's do it live, baby. I told the guys, <laughs> well, like, hey, I'm going on with Drew Camp. And they're like, Drew Camp, Drew Camp. Epic Dad Co. Everybody knows you by your business. You yeah. Know, everybody that knows you by the business and not the name because I, I'm always sharing or I'm looking at it or I'm just sharing with the guys like, hey, this is the type of dad you want to be. This is the type of man you want to be like, look at father focused fitness, Chad dads, not basic brads. We have enough <laughs> men walking around carrying too much weight saying they want to be the best man for their family. I would die for my family. Dude, you are dying. Yeah. <laughs> not for your family. Yeah. You're just dying yeah, preventably. Yeah. Your knees hurt, you know, your your organs yeah, are failing. Slowly you know, with hurting. chronic illness. <laughs> These are the dudes, man, who they want to be there and do all these things. And I'm not even knocking them, man. Like, I get it. It's such an easy trap to fall into. But then we have a conversation like this. And somebody says, here is a great solution. Look at it like this. Not only should they be following your Instagram account, which again, link below, make sure you check it out. But also the supplement itself, going the next step, supporting a business that stands for what we stand for on the Family Alpha podcast. Support that. Not just with words and sharing, but put your money on the line. Hey, buy the supplement, buy the hydration mix. Like I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to that one. Uh, you can only drink so much water, you know, yeah. every now and then I throw in the Mio <laughs> into my gallon, but I'm like, dude, sometimes like I just get sick of water and like, I'm an adult. I do it. I'm not like sitting here bitching saying, oh, I only drink coffee all day, but like you want like good some lemon you. in it, you know, like mm. something to give you besides just that water flavor. And so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. But Drew, you know, this is a wonderful thing that you're building here. Uh, where you're going with it. I can't wait to see it grow. I can't wait to continue to be a part of it and just seeing it and, you know, cheering it on, supporting wherever I can. And so for those, obviously they have the links below, but if you had a parting message for them and in other ways they could support you, what's the best way for the listeners to go about that? Yeah, for sure. And, um, you know, like the, really what we're trying to do here, Zach, and you mentioned it before is, yeah, you can go anywhere and get a pre-workout, right? You can go anywhere and get a hydration mix. Um, you know, but when you look at kind of what we're trying to do as a company, it's much broader than that, right? It, it is to try to change the culture because, and we don't even really touch on that, right? We could spend probably four hours talking about. Hey, you know, the there's always been part of, two. Yeah, Come back yeah, on, baby. <laughs> you know, Let's the do it. culture and 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 why you know that that there's this this concerted effort to to make dads, you know, this way. We can definitely get into that in another episode, but. Um, ultimately that's our mission is to change that culture, right? And to do that, you've got to start with yourself. Like you, you can always take a look at politics and all these things that are probably outside your control. And then you take a look at your own, you know, house and it's, it's not an order, right? So that's our mission is like, let's get you right so that you can not only go make an impact yourself, but then you can also be an inspiration, you know, and a leader for, for other dads to, to follow right and up their game. And so that's kind of our approach, right? Is start with yourself. That's going to broaden, you know, throughout your family. That's going to broaden at your workplace. That's going to broaden the the community as well, and just really raise the culture, you know, over time. Um, the, the the parting gift for me, um, you know, probably the last words of advice I'll say is like it it, it starts with you. Um, it, there, I recently read a book. Now that I've had a son, um, the little Murphy, uh, and it's raising a modern day knight. I'm not sure if you you've read that one, Zach, uh, yeah, or not. not. But I, I'm always I'll, looking to add to the list. Yeah, man, I'll, I'll I'll shoot you over the uh, the the link. Um, and I forget the guy's name, um, 
But he, he says, you know, that there's really three things that he would define as like what makes a man. Um, and those three things are to reject passivity, to accept responsibility and to lead courageously. Um, and so I would say if, if you feel like you're in a spot dad, where like, I'm not motivated, you know, I don't feel like going to work out, you know, um, my relationship is on the rocks, things like that. Right. Like, like use those, those three pillars to take a look at your, yeah, your life and, and use that, as you said, Zach, it's kind of the foundation for making decisions, right. Is okay. How am I going to reject passivity? Um, how am I going to, um, uh, accept responsibility and how am I going to lead courageously? Um, so I would just say, I've, I've got that written on my mirror right now. After reading that book, I was like, that is so impactful for me uh, to think about. Because if you do that for yourself, um, you have no idea what type of impact you're going to have you know, a, across the community and across for other people. Um, you just don't, right? And so, you know, you, let's just say you're in the grocery store, your kid's throwing a fit, right? And you, you can have, you know, two, two ways you can approach that. You can respond emotionally you know, yell at your kid and, and try to get them under control, or you can, you know, respond in a much more positive and effective way and loving way. Um, and that's great, like for that relationship between you and your kid. But what you don't know is there might be a dad that's on the same aisle, right? Um, that that's looking, um, you know, and, and that way that you respond and, and to your child is gonna have a huge impact on him. Right. And so I actually heard this story from, from Ryan Carnahan, um, look, look him up if you guys don't know him. And he, he told that story right there. And I was just like, man, that is huge. It's like, it's, yes, it's about me and my family, but what I don't think about sometimes and what a lot of us don't think about sometimes is the impact that we can have much more broadly by our own individual decisions. So. And that's how you make that impact, man. Those are the ripples, but somebody mm -hmm. has to throw the rock, you know? Yeah. And so I, I love that. That's great. Honestly, I'll check that book out, but looking at it, man, you know, obviously thank you for your time. You know, thank you for the message. Thank you for what you're doing. But I, I also want to add to that message, you know, our example, that's what sets the tone for the dads around us. You know, when you're the dad who goes out there and you're, you're playing on the playground, other dads see that. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't, you don't have to do it in a manner where you're like, yeah, look at me, I'm doing this, I'm getting after it. Like you should do that. Like be very proud and play with your kids, but it should also come with this communal sense of like, this is how we should all be. And so oftentimes, you know, I coach youth sports, you know, I'm, I'm coaching the middle school. I'll pull dads on. Hey, come on out here. Check this out. Like, do mm -hmm. I need his help? No. But I see he's a dad who's there, he's watching, he's present. And what would it mean to his son to have his dad out there putting the, the throwing the ball or, or playing catch, whatever? Mm -hmm. Every single time, brother, every single time I get a lot of like positive feedback. My dad did this, you know, the little kid. Oh, My yeah. dad was going there. Like these kids are so pumped to see their dads out there doing things. Every father should want to give their sons and daughters that gift. Be the dad your kids are proud of. And so that's the closing message I want to leave you with. You know, Drew, that you hit the nail on the head there. And honestly, that's how we change the culture. We change ourselves and we change our family. We impact our community. And guess what? The culture stems from there, but it starts in the home. Mm -hmm. And so that's where this begins. And so all the links below to all of uh, Drew's content, as well as the supplements we've spoken about. And then again, as future ones drop, which I'm looking forward to, you know, we'll get that added here. And we'll be getting you back on because I do want to talk about the culture. And there are a few other guys that would have a lot to say about that. So maybe we can get a yeah. little panel going there. But Hell yeah, man. Yeah. Look forward to talking to you again. Thank you for your time. For everybody who tuned in, make sure you share the message, especially for all the dads out there. Get it out there. Let the dads know it's time to be a Chad dad, not a basic Brad. Take care. You've just finished another episode of the Family Alpha Podcast. Now go out and apply what you've learned. And be sure to follow Zach on Twitter and Instagram at Zach Small underscore. Also, be sure to check out Zach's work at thefamilyalpha.com and his private men's community, thefraternityofexcellence.com.